All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's Tuesday. I know Labor, uh, Labor Day weekend just passed. I hope you had a great time. Summer's wrapping up. Get out there. Enjoy the sun. Before you know it, you're going to be shoveling. You're going to be salting. And then you're going to be complaining, wishing it was summer. So get out there. Get to a beach. Get to a lake. Get out there. Enjoy the sun. Have fun. Uh, today on the High Button Podcast, we have Stephen Dixon. Steve's been on the show before, I think two years now, two years ago. I don't know, time flies when you do this job. Uh, but yeah, two years ago, let's say. Uh, if you don't know anything about Steven, let me give you a little bit of a rundown. He actually played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles. He was the captain of that team. He actually played in the World Juniors for two years in a row, 2003 and 2004. He was also on the Team Canada U18 uh I don't know what you call that, just the World Cup where he played Canada U18. Uh, so he's very familiar with the Hockey Canada world and also with the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League world. Uh, after that, he went on to play pro in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, playing in the AHL for two years with some of the funniest people uh, to this date that have ever played hockey. If you look at the, the roster of the 2005, 2006, 2006, 2007 Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins, and you look at the names that are in that room, some funny characters. After that, playing in Portland, then after that, in 2008, so I guess from 2008 all the way to, to now, 2020, I don't know how long that is. You do the math. Uh, he's played over in Europe, playing in places like Russia, Finland, uh, Sweden, Germany. And recently he played, uh, this past two years, he played for the Cardiff Devils uh, in the EIHL. He actually won a championship last year in 2000, uh, I guess, well, 2018-19, so two years ago. Anyways, Stephen's home because of COVID. I don't know when he's going back, so I knew he was home. I thought I'd shoot him a message. Get him on the podcast before he goes back. Dudes is here. I'm here. We're talking to Steven. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Like fucking with them. Oh, whatever. All right, fellas, we're going. Nice. Dixon, how are you? Thanks for coming back. Good, yeah. Thanks for having me. We didn't scare you off the first time, so we must have did an okay podcast. Well, I wasn't here, so we'll see. <laughs> it was good to have you back. I was no. like, what, two years, three years? We didn't even know. Yeah, it two, was, I think years? it was around the beginning, I think, yeah. Still in mommy's basement. Two years, probably, yeah. You know what I just thought of? We, when we were up in Vancouver, you were there. Yeah, at the draft. At the draft. Yeah. We were hounding on you left, right, and center yeah, to try to get, like, Talbot. We were trying to get everyone. And we, could, we wouldn't do, leave man. you alone. We were like, this guy's probably sick of us. I tried, I tried. No, you got to use your resources while you're there, right? Yeah, that was a great time. I love that city. Yeah, that was an awesome weekend with the draft. What were you all, up all there the, for? I was living out there at the time. Oh. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I just had a bunch of buddies, like older guys I play with that are scouting now and stuff. So Sick. just ended up hanging out with them a few nights, and, yeah, we had a good time. The rest yeah. is history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great little city. What did you yeah. do in Vancouver? <laughs> exactly. I remember, like, when we did those interviews on the street and, like, with the fans. With the fans. Yeah. And Pete, I was asking, like, I, I was asking questions I didn't know the answer to. I'd be like, who do you expect to go, like, third overall? And, like, you know, going cr across the country, I should know who has the opportunity to go third overall. Just over my head. No idea. Just, <laughs> all right, man, why do you want him? Should have done a little bit more research. Did you do any of that fan fest stuff, or were you just mucking it up in the in the suites with the big dogs? No, no he was, wasn't even at the draft. Yeah, no. Oh, he didn't actually I, I went go. To the, I went to the first uh, ten picks. Because well, oh, yeah, I think Vancouver round. was picking tenth. I don't know. I know. I know they booed Gary Bettman when he came out, though, and then the Sedins came and saved him. Yeah, I had. Uh, it was a friend of mine. I was with in, uh, from Vancouver, and uh, my buddy Dennis Bonvi got me tickets, mm. and he was a big Canucks fan. He wanted to go check it out, and we said, "All right, well, we'll we'll stay till the Canucks pick, then we'll leave." So we left at ten <laughs> after it, the tenth pick. Yeah, so that. long. I know that's the thing. We got there. It was like, wow, this is long. And oh yeah. After the top ten. A lot of the names you don't, you know, you hear about the top picks every year, but yeah, you're not so familiar with uh, anyone else, right? Really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> After that, right? And even the first, I remember it was like, okay, first round's tonight, and then the rest of them are tomorrow. So you're sitting there doing the first round, and it's like, Jesus Christ, if all the rounds are like this, we're going to be here till Tuesday. Yeah, it gets long. And I wasn't really following the guys that much that year, so mm -hmm. I didn't know any of the players. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They got drafted. Had you been show. to the Vancouver yeah. Arena before? Obviously. If you live there. Just for uh, concerts, yeah. No games? No. It, it was kind of always got there when their season was over. So, <laughs> never, you know, not saying that in a bad way, but no, I, no, I've funny. only been there the last few years. Yeah. Oh, I guess and I'd come seasons. home first, and then I'd go there, and, you know, it'd be already kind of summer, so. 
it's one of the best places for weather there. Like in the winter there, it just rains and it's gray all yeah. the way up till May. But as soon as May, June, July, August, even a bit of September, it's just pure sun. No, I really liked it out there. Yeah, it's no. really good. It's a great spot. It's definitely Lots different. Of Lots of stuff going on, too. I mean, yeah, whatever you're into, it's out there. Well, they concert? have all the big name stuff. What concert did you see? Uh, the Eagles, actually. It was really good. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. One to remember, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. It was kind of, I didn't even, I didn't even know they were playing and had a friend out there who liked the Eagles, so we were like, I think we, I think I might have just saw it online. We said, geez, we should try to get some tickets, and we just went <laughs> on one of those sites and got, you know, got some decent tickets. It was good. <laughs> that's the yeah. best part about living in one of those big cities. Like, even like, comedy stores, concerts, oh, yeah. sporting <clears throat> events. Like, if you're in a, I didn't, when I lived there, I didn't take advantage of it as much as I should have. Because, yeah. like, you know, it's a Wednesday and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing at Rogers <laughs> Arena. You're like, eh, maybe I should do that and go. But looking back on it, I should have went and I didn't. Yeah, there's something going on all the time. Over in Wales where you are. Wales, right? Wales, yeah. Wales, like, is there a lot of concerts over there? Would, yeah, would they, they, would they be a- held in your rink? No, most of them they have a, a, a arena there just for for concerts. It's like kind of like a music venue, like Motor Point Arena. So it was, okay. yeah, yeah, it was more of an arena, but it was mostly just for concerts. But no, they get some good acts. And uh, actually, the best thing I went there was uh, we got to to see a dart event. You ever see darts? Oh, it's it. insane! I see it online. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like the best thing I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. It was like just. You know, not even, not even the darts itself. Just the atmosphere and the—it's just a big, huge party. And I heard that before, but then when I got there, I was like, "Wow, this is, this is awesome." Yeah. So it was that was That's like crazy. one of the coolest events I've ever been to. What was so cool about it? Like, what was like the one thing you're like, "Holy shit, this is nothing like Canada." Well, it was just like the entrances. It comes in. It's like WWE wrestling. The guys come out. And, what? You know, there's fireworks. They all get, each, each of them have their theme song. There's cheerleaders. <laughs> Everyone has, uh, there's like different tables down by the bottom. So everyone, you know, different groups are dressed up in different outfits. You know, like they'll be, it's almost like Halloween. So everyone, I'm thinking of Jeopardy right now. Like yeah, everyone's wearing the same. No, nah, people have like themed outfits where it's like, you know, the Smurfs are. But when you say everyone, do you mean the people in the crowd? The crowd, the crowd. Oh, yeah. okay. In the oh, dark? okay. Yeah, yeah. No, not, yeah. The, not, the, not the dark So do guys. the costumes ever go with like the person's like theme song or whatever? Or is it just kind of random? It's just random stuff. Pretty funny. I uh, no, I enjoyed it a lot. So everyone just—it's just a big party. It's all it is. Who talked you into going to that? That's a great question. It was uh, my buddy Turk? You probably know Turk, Josh Turk. Nope. I know. Turk. Uh, he was—he works for a betting company over there, and he had tickets to the event. It was part of his company was sponsoring the event, and he wasn't going to be there. So then he was like, "Hey, you want to go to the darts?" I was like, "Yeah, I heard they're awesome." So. He, he got ah. tickets for me and uh, Joey Haddad's from Cape Breton. Mm-hmm. He got me and Haddad tickets, so we just went down and we were like, "Wow, this is this is awesome!" Absolutely <laughs> no beers had at the dark games. Eh? <laughs> I was gonna say if you look at ESPN and the highlights that they have with the darts, it's unbelievable. Some guy they just you know I don't know the rules of darts, but some guy will throw a dart and it'll hit a certain place, yeah, and the crowd one, will just erupt. And you're like, yeah, "What happened?" One eighty. One eighty. That's what it 180. is. One hundred and eighty. What's that? Is that does. the highest? That's you, I'm pretty sure you start at the top and you work your way down, but there's like a way to do it efficiently. Yeah. And it's I don't know it requires pinpoint precision, but that's all I remember is the one eighty. Yeah. You just, and people boozing. Hit 180. Yeah. 180. It's crazy. Like a, a woman recently got like the highest score of a dark game of all time. I shouldn't say that because I don't know for sure, but remember like a woman broke a record the other day. Honestly, I don't really follow local darts. I don't or follow it either. somehow <laughs> just gets to you. Like a good dart highlight will somehow make its way to North America, and you're like, holy shit. So did you ever go back to a dart event or dart? No, event? that was the only one. That was kind of around the end of our season too. Yeah. So we were actually looking at it for after the season to go to. At, there was one in Berlin, and then there was one, I think it was in Manchester. One of the big arenas, it was like the finals. We yeah. were like, man, when our, if our season ends, we should go check one out. But <laughs> obviously, COVID hit. Oh, you mean this was recently? This was like, well, yeah, like this season, yeah. Oh, so you just <laughs> went to the darts last year, then? Last year, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't yeah. know it was that recent. So it was kind of like right before COVID we went. That's so, sick. So, Something yeah. different anyways. It makes me, it kind of makes me want to go, you know? I oh, will. you got you to gotta check it out if there's ever... I mean, if there's ever indoor events like that again, I don't are know. you guys think going on? <laughs> the way things are going, yeah, true. We got to start our own dart league over here. Get the boys going. Yeah. Well, you don't even get know how to get play. The crowd. So. Oh, is the door still open? Can you keep the podcast going? I got to close the door. Flies get in. Are you gonna keep it in? Um. 
one thing I wanted to talk about was over in Europe. We've had a lot of German guys and coaches on the podcast this summer. Yeah. And a lot of people are talking about German Fest, Beer Fest. Did you ever get a chance to go to one of those events? I was, <clears throat> I played two years in uh, in Germany in Wolfsburg. Yeah. So I was up, uh, I was up around Berlin. So I think Munich is a lot more where the Oktoberfest takes place down in, in Bavaria, I think it is. But I, uh, we got to one, we had an exhibition tournament. It was before the season started. We got to one in Straubing, close to Munich, but I never made it to the real. Oh, so the, there's a bunch of them. Well, no, this one was just kind of like a, I don't know if it was a pre-Oktoberfest thing. Yeah, it was they, a knockoff. It was like a festival. It's in this little city. And uh, I got to that, but I never made it to the actual, the actual Oktoberfest. Okay. But we, when we go to Munich, we go to like the beer houses, and yeah, they still have that that Oktoberfest feel. But you wear like the all overalls and stuff. I did once, yeah. <laughs> I, I still have it at my house, actually. Where do you get overalls over there? You just walk into a shop and the you pick shops, them up. Shops, yeah. There was. <laughs> we were down. We were down in Bavaria for like two weeks from training camp. We just did some exhibition games and practice. Yeah. So that's where the most of them they they sell all those outfits. So I went and got one and <laughs> had the whole whole thing on. So yeah, I still have it. But no, that's one thing I wanted to do: make it to Oktoberfest. But I never. Yeah. The one in Munich, I think, would be awesome. But Midge was telling a great story about how he went there and like he flew to practice like the next day back because it wasn't in his hometown or home town where he played hockey. But the people that he said he met there was ridiculous, and there was a bunch of Nova Scotians there. I can't oh, name yeah, them all right now imagine. on the top of my head, but he probably listed like eight people that were playing pro in Germany. I think it was two year, last year maybe. And then everyone just met up at this one balcony at Oktoberfest, and it was just like a big Nova Scotia reunion. It sounded like, like a, a great time. Seems like a Nova Scotian thing. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> we all fit in pretty good over there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are they bigger drinkers than us, do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. They... I think they, you know, they like nicer beers, I think. Yeah. They like to get it going, but. Uh, we'll just take whatever's in the I fridge. I don't know, yeah. Halifax is pretty, can be a pretty crazy spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. It's Downtown. funny, whenever you bring friends here, they're like, oh my God, this place is crazy. But to us. Yeah, it's normal, I guess, to us. It's not crazy. I guess it is kind of crazy. It's definitely crazy now. You can't say that. Yeah, I guess it is kind of nuts if you think about it. I haven't been to a bar in a while, so. Yeah, it's well, it's different now, right? This must have been like the first summer in a long time you've been home. Like, are, yeah, have you been in Vancouver? Like, what have you been doing these past couple months? Yeah, the past few years I was out in Van, but this year I've been, uh, yeah, I've been home the whole time. I got home mid March when we got shut down, and and uh, usually I'm back, you know, end of July, August. So it's been, it's actually been pretty nice to be home this time of year. Yeah, I just had a birthday and. I was laughing with my parents. I'm like, I, I don't I haven't been home for a birthday. Oh yeah, ever. yesterday. Yeah. I how how I was it? Oh, well, happy belated. It was good. What'd yeah. you do? <laughs> uh, we just went to the keg. Yeah, we just went for dinner. The but, keg. Uh, yeah, the classic uh, birthday spot. But who picked that spot? You was it yeah, birthday like the, boy's choice? Yeah, I like the keg. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's nice to be home this time of year because you know you just had a couple you know wedding stuff and and things like that where. Usually I'm gone and I miss everything, right? Yeah. Although a lot of things have, have got canceled because of because of COVID, but it's just mm -hmm. nice to be around, you know, a little longer this time of year and yeah. get to do certain things that, you know, for the last number of years I was I've always been away and, you know, you miss miss out on a lot of that stuff. So. Like the last twenty years. Yeah. So just trying to. Yeah, I know. It's one positive you can take, I guess, from all this. What's one thing that you're pumped to be here for the summer and have you gotten to, like, experience other than your birthday? Is there, like, maybe your buddy's birthday or something that you've missed over these past 20 years? You're maybe like, oh, that's more. Awesome. I just want to make sure this camera's going. But keep answer the question. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely the uh, – I think just enjoying the weather here this time. You know, we had a yeah. great summer. Mm. I got to the beach a lot. and That's ideal. I, uh, you know, I never usually played much golf, but I got to golf a lot this year. And, and uh, no, I just enjoy being around buddies and being home. and Yeah. You know, we're we're starting, well, supposedly starting pretty late. December. Yeah, so you got a lot more free time this time of year. We usually be, you know, getting ready to take off, but, you know, you have that extra few months to yeah. kind of enjoy yourself. So, it's so great. what do you fill your days with then? Like if you're, you got all this extra time now and it's different and obviously you get to go to the beach and that kills some time, but it's like, oh, and you got to train and all that shit. But yeah, like, what, what would you do in a, in a typical day? You know, during the weeks are... It's kind of weird now because, you know, everyone's going back into work. You know, before people were working from home and True. had a little more yeah. flexibility. And, 
a couple yeah. of buddies that were <laughs> teachers, so they were off. And but now it's <laughs> now it's you know people everyone's going back to work, and I don't know. I just it's hard to get in, get into a routine and just try to you know train in the morning and do whatever, and then. <laughs> Yeah, try to. Some days it's kind of boring, actually. You know. Yeah, absolutely, you know? dude. Come hang out here. We got Usually tons of things for you to do. <laughs> yeah, we got a little gym whatever. set up over there. We got some mics. See that? That's good. That might not be, might be too much weight there. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little bit too much. But if you're ever bored, just shoot me a message. You come on over yeah. here. We got a fridge. You can put your lunch in. You're good, good to go. Yeah. But yeah, I've had somebody, a couple buddies, golf quite a bit. So we get out and get out and play. And yeah, that's about it. Though. Did you There's get to the links at all, Cape Breton? No, we were planning on it uh, once this week, or we were going to do it one weekend, but we never, uh, we never got around to it. I don't know, it just kind of fell apart. But I saw in September they have some good deals, though. Oh yeah, do they? Yeah, September some really golf, good man. deals. Yeah, Cabot or a lot of golf courses you're talking. I think about. it was Cabot we were looking at. It's like Cabot. two rounds of golf, one night stay, three hundred bucks type thing. Yeah. Cabot Cliffs or the Links? Are they the same? I'm not sure. Yeah, see, I'm. Buddy not just sent it to me. Actually, I don't, I don't know the difference. They're like honest. top five in the world or something like that in north yeah, america for really golf courses reviews. like yeah think about that everyone was there this summer because i'm pretty sure that deal was going on throughout the summer as well yeah no and i it, saw a lot of you know you see on instagram someone yeah. was there every weekend literally yeah. every weekend yeah. <laughs> great time sitting on those benches on the 18th hole just getting hammered you know those like white benches there oh yeah There's, i've never been there but i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah. i feel like i don't need to go anymore <laughs> yeah. already been there i don't think i'm good enough for cabot you know, That's I feel, good, like, I feel, I feel like, like they, you know, they lost probably, well, they lost all the Americans coming up and true. tourists, so I think it was, yeah, yeah. you know, for people from here that maybe haven't gone up, it's a great time to do it. Even September would be awesome to get up there, so I hopefully I can get up there. heard stories about people coming in like helicopters landing right on the oh, course, yeah. like, what? Golf courses are doing well this summer, for sure. It's the only thing to do outside, sporting-wise. I guess you could play tennis, but, like, it's not as fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've never like, golfed so much in my life. Same. I never even before I was never into it at all. I never uh, when I was a kid I played, and then I went years where I was just I didn't want it. You know, I thought it was a waste of time, kind of. It's chill. But then this year I really I got into it when kind of was the only thing open. We started doing it, and did you buy a fresh I set like of clubs? It. I bought a set, yeah, second hand though. <laughs> I figured like for what I do with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I went out to what, what's the place in Dartmouth Crossing there? Oh, jeez. This is the golf, golf, golf zone? Golf town. Golf town, yeah. yeah. And I was going to get a new set, and I was looking. They had a couple, like, second-hand sets. Just, uh, second-hand irons I got. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for what I need them for. Beat this the is, piss out of them. Yeah, this would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you go with your money, second-hand, keep it in the bank. I like it. I just find it crazy that you played all these years of hockey and, and not golf that much, because like, golf is, like, it almost goes hand in hand. Especially in Europe. They must have some nice courses over there. And pro yeah. hockey, right? Yeah. I've never even... A lot of guys bring their clubs over and golf quite yeah. a bit, you know. The weather in Cardiff's not bad, actually. It's... Uh, I mean, we don't really get a <clears throat> crazy winter. Like, there's no real snow. It's kind of... It's pretty mild. They get a lot of rain, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the guys would get out golfing there once in a while, so... Yeah. I just never... I never really got into it over there <laughs> it's a rich man sport buddy right we should, we should probably talk about hockey here people are gonna start i was gonna go right to cardiff because you just I wanted finished to talk school didn't you i wanted to what yeah oh yeah school. we'll talk about school then we'll talk yeah, about hockey yeah. congratulations i remember two years ago you were saying you know i'm gonna go get uh, get my degree and look at you now you yeah well that was thanks yeah that was uh that was just it was a great opportunity to get you know yeah coming around the end of the career and be able to, to go back and do your school and mm. what'd you take it was, so it was an MBA program. Okay. So it was, uh, I just did like the general MBA. I didn't go to a certain pathway or anything. So it was. Okay. No, it was, uh, no, it was a lot of fun. It was pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, was it, did you go, like, did you go to classes or was it online? Yeah, we did classes. So we played, uh, our games over there are Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And we play the odd Wednesday, but it's usually just every weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then during the week, we'll, the coaches were pretty good. They'll adjust times uh, so we can make it to classes. Because usually there's, uh, I think the year I was there, we had three of us did it. We had four, and then one guy left and went to Finland. <laughs> so we had three guys in the school program. And, uh, yeah, it was it was hard. Like, the first month was super hard. In what yeah. sense? Like, what did you struggle with? Just everything. <laughs> I mean, it was so long since I was in school. That was going to be my question. And then uh, even just, like, making uh, – 
I said, okay, come back. It was, it was the first week or something. We had to do a PowerPoint and just about ourselves or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I get home. Like, <laughs> what's a power? You know, how do I, get, how do, I knew what a PowerPoint was, but I'm like, how do you – you just missed that whole – you know, when I was in school, we were using laptops, really, right? So now it's like everything was on the computer, and all the <laughs> other kids lost. knew everything, right? Like, they were just like, Ooh. I'm like, oh. But once I learned that stuff, it was really good. Then uh, I actually really got to like it, like, you know, because a lot of years when you're playing, it's uh, you don't realize how much free time you have. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was, uh, you know, a lot of years, it's, I mean, you go to the rink in the morning, say you practice at, Got to be there at nine. Practice at ten. Off the ice at eleven. Do you know cool down? You'd be out of the rink by latest one o'clock, right? And then you have the whole day. So you don't even re- you know. Then you're, you're kind of in a root. You go have a nap. You go for supper or whatever. But <laughs> it was nice to fill that gap. Mm. You know, you didn't. Re- I didn't even think of how much free time we had. Yeah. Until I started doing the school and I realized, geez, <laughs> this is pretty. You know, get, it gets your mind off of hockey too a bit. So it's. I liked it. It was it was tough though. It was like you know, getting around the like exam time and stressful yeah. exam time, man. When I had to do like that last paper, we, my thesis or dissertation there, whatever you want to call, it, that was like pretty stressful. What a word, yeah. dissertation. 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 Oh, you're gonna or have thesis. him searching that for the next two weeks. Yeah, or thesis. I don't know. Thesis. I know what that yeah, is. Yeah, okay, thesis. So that was that was super hard. That was a lot of work, and a lot of sleepless nights and. Because we had to, I had to hand it in. It was like during the season, I had to get the paper in. Yeah, naturally. Like, you know, we'd have games and stuff, and I'd be up like, you know, trying to cram to get it done. Then you'd be up all night and like. You got a game the next day. Yeah, like, I got to get to sleep. You had to get it done though. But when was the last time you were in school before that? Oh, it was long. long Cape Breton, maybe. Yeah. Did you go to CBU? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine CBU was a little different back then than it is now, or maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Have you been back? I've been back to Cape Breton a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but no, not back to CBU. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> we barely like. I shouldn't say we didn't go much, but nah. that I got hurt my <laughs> my last year. I had, had a sports hernia, so oh. I was basically back home most of the time anyway. After Christmas, I was so I didn't make too many classes up there, but. <laughs> But it was good. Was it mandatory to go to school then, or was it something like it? I think it was. I think we had every, every guy on the team was in school. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They were pretty. Uh, they were pretty good with the school stuff. They were pretty, uh, pretty on top of it. Wanted everyone to. I guess at that age to too. get through. Uh, yeah. I guess in a good way, you know. You don't want guys sitting around all day and doing junior, nothing not doing, doing nothing yeah. well now i guess now they play video games but do you was there a ton of guys from quebec on the team when you played or no yeah, i'm just trying yeah, to picture had, them in society in cape breton you know yeah we had no we had uh <laughs> we had a lot we had um i'm just trying to think of the the like the english to the french ratios probably i don't know it was maybe half and half or maybe some more french maybe yeah i feel yeah. like it was more of a french dominant league years yeah, and years it was ago more french probably yeah so we had I think most of them had their own school. They did their, I don't know what's it called. Is it SAGEP? SAGEP, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like before high school. Yeah, they did that. And they kind of did their uh, did their own thing. Where, where I went to Sydney Academy, which was good, which was cool. Oh, in high school? In high school, Jeez, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, because you were there. Like, Holy shit, you're doing high school? Yeah, you were there at 16. <laughs> did high school, yeah. two years of high school, and then two years at UCB, yeah. How many nights you spent at the Capri? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, quite a few. Isn't yeah. that the place? Is <laughs> the, the, place, weird, the yeah. it was, it's, it's trippy, man. It's like up in an apartment or something like that. I don't ever you go remember. Up the stairs. Yeah, it's not very big. And I forget what was there was a, a place below it too. But no, it was a good good time down there. Was, the old triangle. It was nice to. Uh, yeah, the old triangle wasn't there when I was there. I think it was uh, Smooth Herman's. Yes, I think. that's what it was, man. Yeah. If anybody from Cape Breton is listening to this. And they're all going to go, yeah, Smooth Herman's. Yeah. Because it was right across from the hotel and also right across from the rink. So yeah, it was like it was, the ultimate uh, location. Uh, it was a cool spot. But no, I, it was great for me to go to high school because I got to meet meet a lot of buddies and friends. And, you know, it makes, makes being, you know, away from home a lot easier when you, you make good friends away from hockey mm-hmm. as well. So Just it was, you feel home. Yeah, it was nice to, nice to have those friends. And, you know, you still see a lot of. 
lot of people I knew from Cape Breton up in uh, up in Halifax now. So it's yeah. So it was pretty cool. I yeah, I was fortunate enough to, like I said, be able to go to high school there and have a group of friends. And did people uh, treat the hockey players different at school? Like, would you get picked on or any of that shit? No, not really. I was, you know, I think it helped being from Halifax and true. I knew some people down there uh, before I got down there, right? Just just through hockey and stuff. But no, they treated uh, no, they treated me great. I I'd, uh, I loved it. Maybe you know it was awkward the first. You know, the first couple of weeks of school, yeah. you know, you go, you have your friends here and it's grade 11 and you're <laughs> showing up and you don't know. I knew a couple of people, but like basically you don't know anybody really. Well, you know, your hockey buddies, like the guys on the team. Yeah, but no one else was going to academy then. Oh. I was a 16, right? So a lot of the, the we had an older team that year. So a lot of the guys were. So you're the only guy. Yeah, a lot of guys were, were university or stuff like that. And then I had. Uh, Nathan Vino came the next year, okay. and I think George Davis came. No way. Maybe at the end of my first or second year, came to school with me. But yeah, for a while it was just me. So George Davis is a good guy to have under your arm there. Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy. He's a tough bastard. Yeah, he was tough. He, I don't uh, remember him, Ellie? Do you? No. Remember he, he jumped in the bench one game. With the Mooseheads. With the. It was it was a. Was it on YouTube that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, with the no, it was with the Eagles. We were playing Bathurst. Oh. And it was a televised game. It was a sports net <laughs> game. And uh, national. He had a couple. He had a couple good fights that game, but something happened. I can't remember. He hit a guy, and they were yelling at him on the bench, and he just he jumped right in. It was a big story, but it was. Uh, <laughs> Do you think? But stuff like it? that used to happen back then, right? It True. Was, <laughs> and you said couple fights that game, which is also people are going, yeah, what? Two yeah, fights? One, yeah. In one game. Yeah, so things were a little different in that regard because you know there's there was still some crazy stuff that used to happen. It's pretty pretty entertaining. Give me one story that happened back then that's entertaining. There's nothing more I love than like school stories or they're just crazy. Just hockey like stories. messing with the teacher or something. Yeah, I mean I wasn't <laughs> too much into that. <laughs> yeah, right. As he laughs at the end of it. No, I was I was pretty pretty quiet kid actually, but. You're just drawing up hockey plays and you're doing a tang. Like, ah. Yeah, basically. I'll figure this out. <laughs> what did you say? You said you had to do a PowerPoint up in Cardiff. Didn't you say that? Yeah, the first week. The first week. Mm-hmm. You had to about do a, me. About me. So how did that power? Was it like a public speaking thing? <laughs> yeah, or did you yeah. just submit well, that's it? Like, what it was. No, it was just more like, I think we had to get up and talk about, uh, it was more like an introduction to the class. But you had to get up and like tell so everyone like a about group you. And say, hi, I'm yeah, Steven. Like I'm, yeah, and we had like certain things we had to do around Cardiff to. Like pick up garbage or something? No, like I forget, like find different sites and talk about it or something. <laughs> I can't really remember now. But. We got to come over there with you for a day. That's but in the, the back yeah, burner now. Do you like oh, get yeah, recognized? Awesome. Do you get recognized in school? Like when you're doing the the, the speech, everyone's like, "We know who you are, Stephen." Like, <laughs> no, in, in Cardiff it was uh, international program. So it was Asian. So it was uh, okay. yeah. We had uh, you know a lot of people from India, Asia, Middle East. So it was kind of cool to, you know, and then I, me and my two buddies were from Canada that were there. So it was actually kind of cool doing the group work and, and stuff where, you know, we met, uh, yeah, you meet a lot of cool people, a lot of people, different backgrounds. And I think that they kind of want, like that, having everyone, Yeah. you know, yeah. you know, they, it was great for us to get into the program at school, but, you know, as what the, the guy told us too, it was, you know, nice to have a different, you know, people from Canada to, you know, different outlooks and stuff like that. But, yeah, the group work was pretty cool, and you end up just chatting with people. You know, I had a buddy you know, from India or, or China or Kuwait or something. And just, the, you know, the Edwards. way we all think different. Yeah. But, but still, you know, we all get along. Well, so. everyone's world is so much different, right? That's yeah, what the people was, forget to realize. Yeah, it was, it was just uh, it was pretty cool. I, I took a course it was called Islamic Finance. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's pretty cool cool thing but you know for for us we've never heard of it it's not that big around the world right now anyway but the whole pro like the thought process behind it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff i was how did you end up taking that was it like an elective or was it yeah can you tell us a little bit about it too well i was <laughs> putting I you on signed the up for finance right <laughs> but uh, the guy kind of said like you know if, if you're taking fine a lot of the courses were you know they'll teach you the things right but finance they want it uh 
the lady teaching it wanted you to be like advanced in finance. Like you had to be advanced. Right, you had to have some background. You had to have like a good background. I'm like, well, I'll just take Islamic finance. But he said if you, the Islamic finance will do finance and Islamic finance, so it'd be good to, you know, just for a semester. And if you want to do finance the next semester, you can. But it's probably your best class. No, I I really liked it. It was just yeah, it was kind of they just don't work with interest, you know, on their loans and stuff. So. Like you can't use interest. There's certain things you can't can't use, which is I don't know. It's pretty interesting. But then they teach you about like conventional finance too and stuff. But cool. well, that would be the base of it, probably. Yeah. It's probably like a worldwide base of finance. Yeah. You no, know? It was. Uh, I don't know. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You get school. to like I said, you get to meet people even through that course. Where yeah. it's, you know, different places. And it seems like the almost like the theme of your life so far is like you played in Finland and you played in Germany and you played in Russia and you played in Sweden, I think for a little bit. Sweden, and now you're playing yeah. in, in Cardiff and it's like, holy shit, man, the amount of people that you must meet from different places, even just in hockey alone. But yeah, is that something no, that you've always wanted to do is just let hockey take you wherever? Not really, to be honest. I just, it just kind of happened that way. It was, uh, you know, when I was playing in North America, I, I never, I always liked the North American style hockey, right? I like, mm. Crash you know, I liked, yeah, it was like, you know, the physical stuff and just just the game over in North America. So I never thought I was going to go play in Europe. And uh, yeah, I got qualified that year with uh, with Anaheim and was kind of sitting around humming and hawing, you know, waiting. I can't remember. I think we were waiting maybe for the offer to go up. I can't remember. Like, I think it was the AHL money to go up. Yeah. To and uh yeah then my agent just called with an offer from sweden this was in august yeah and i said well, you know i never really thought of it he, i think i he called before with i think it was germany i was like oh i don't want to go to europe then uh yeah when he called with sweden it was kind of like you know the league always had a good reputation and yeah and, country uh, has a great reputation too yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they had a good good reputation as a, you know one of the top leagues and i just kind of thought you know what maybe maybe it would be be a good opportunity to go over and you know in my head i always thought i'd go over and come back like i always yeah. wanted to come back yeah come home yeah like, or come back to north america yeah. right and and then uh yeah i mean how many years that was a few years ago now. 2008 but you wouldn't change it though no no i'm uh i'm pretty pretty happy with the way everything went but yeah as you said like it's you know, nothing's really, once you get over there, you can't really plan things, right? You know, you're a couple years here, and then you think you want to do this, you think you want to do that, and then all of a sudden you get an offer in Russia. It's like, okay, we're going to Russia now, and, <laughs> and you're going back to Finland, you're going here. So, but it's, uh, you know, without without having kids, it's, it's uh, yeah, you can kind of go. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of years where I would just wait around. You know, I thought, I think my agent thought I was crazy, but I just, Literally wait. I had no problem waiting till you know I was when I was younger, but you know wait till September to sign a contract or something where you know if you had uh, if you had kids and stuff you need a setup you know you need yeah. to get them in school and stuff and so I never I was never in a big rush per se but yeah yeah there needs to be a routine and the family needs to be involved in that because I remember Siller was saying that too that they have it set up for families and stuff like that and obviously it's going to work if you don't have a family because you yeah. can bounce back and forth yeah, and do whatever school and there's visas and daycare so there's a lot of stuff you gotta you gotta get set up for them too right so. yeah is there any part of you like that thinks about when the hockey career is over like moving back here like where do you consider home when it's all said and done do you think yeah i think halifax for sure yeah yeah, yeah i uh you know it's always nice to come home and yeah even this summer being around you know my buddies and family and stuff more you kind of you know can see myself living here for good yeah once it's all over so. any, of your, buddies, any of your buddies ever travel up to watch your games anywheres oh yeah we fuji had, told uh, us a funny story about it once. yeah we had <laughs> fuji came over and jesus <laughs> christ Beauchamp and uh i think they had it was a full skate today about uh i think it was six or seven of them jimmy nolan a bunch of guys i played with uh growing up so they came over and i think we had a champions league that champions league game that day against the uh, swedish team i believe 
but no, they came over and you know for them it was a great trip. They had I think we had a couple of games. They got to uh, Cardiff City was in the Premier League mm-hmm. at the time. They went down. They got demoted to the second league. Then there was an NFL game in London on that Sunday. So they had a great trip. That's they, unreal. I felt bad. I had the school, so I I couldn't oh. be around all that much. No, like a, you schooled them. Well, no, it was a crazy busy week at. You know, I, I, I had paper or something. That's a classic school guy answer. But I was I still, I was still around them. But they had like, they had a really good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a really good time. Oh man, yeah. that's unreal. No, I'm close. itching for a Europe trip, man. What, what's the, Sp- in the Spangler Cup? It's called. What's the European? That's in. That's in Davos. Yeah. Nonetheless, Davos. just Europe in general in a hockey tournament. Did that? Was that ever an option for you, the Spangler? You ever get reached no, out to I for never, that? No, I did the uh, the Deutschland Cup, it was called. Yeah. I did that two years, so that was in Germany. That was in Munich at the time. So would you play for Canada? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think it was Canada, uh, Germany, Slovakia, Switzerland maybe. So pretty standard. Well, it was cool. Yeah, that was a cool event, but Spangler's the big one, yeah. So Spangler was in, uh, yeah, in Davos every year. That's like the... Oh, I got to party in the stands. Yeah, it's supposed to be awesome. It's like a soccer party. Yeah. Like the fans just jumping. We had uh, we actually had a uh, buddy on my team this year went to the Spangler, Blair Riley. So that was awesome for him. And uh, but yeah, he just said it was pretty. It's a pretty cool. Event. He played for yeah. Canada. For Canada, they yeah. won it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty cool event. Uh, just the whole, the whole. Even like the European hockey atmosphere in general, you know, they you see everyone singing and dancing. Yeah. And, but I guess Davos is beautiful that time of year. I guess it's an awesome place. Yeah, like the yeah. mountains. It's up in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. It's like a ski place, basically. It's yeah. kind of like. It's the same city every year, isn't it? Yep, for the Spangler, yeah. Spangler, sorry. Yeah. yeah. They have the, the rink, host team. The rink's pretty famous there, right? Mm-hmm. I think they call it like the cathedral or something. Yeah, it's like a wooden roof and yeah. it looks like a church Vaulted roof or ceilings. something. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So what is what is the Deutschland Cup then? Like, what would be the difference? Uh. The Deutschland Cup was in. Uh, I think they switch. They switch every year between Canada and the U.S. Okay. So like either Canada puts a team in or the U.S. Can't have both powerhouses in, right? Well, <laughs> I don't think we did that good actually, <laughs> the both years. But it was uh, <laughs> European beer. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. actually sucked. But we had a good time. So. Yeah. It was in Munich too. It was good. But they. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I think it was more. It was in like November, so it was earlier. And I think it was just. Uh, I think Canada and U.S. just historically have always kind of went in this tournament. Yeah. And because uh, yeah, most of the national teams over there they get together probably three, four times a year. Like, you know, even in Finland and Sweden, Russia, they always have like these national team breaks. Yeah. So it's like a break in the season. Yeah, breaking the season for those leagues, right. and the national team guys will play a tournament. It's kind of like, just getting oh, ready. Yeah. Getting it's like the All Star break. Well, yeah, like, kind of. So yeah, like Finland will put in a team in Sweden and Russia, okay, and they'll play yeah. a tournament. I forget the name of the tournament they play, but they just get to look at different guys throughout the year, okay. and then they take uh, just gearing them up for the World Championships. That's what I was gonna say. There's always like that feed of the, in when you watch the World Championships and shit like that. You always hear like, "Oh, they played in such and such tournament," or "This guy had you know 14 points in this tournament." Yeah. Everyone's sitting like a candidate going, "What? Like what tournament?" When I first got over there, I'm like, "This is kind of like." It was great for us because the Olympic breaks, we get like a week off, right? Yeah. So we'd go on trips and stuff. <laughs> so that was like that was great. I used to love them, but <laughs> but I'd always I used to think. But you're seeing them now. A lot of those countries take. Uh, Take more local guys, I shouldn't say local, but playing in like their hometown country or their country. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, like the Finns and the yeah. Swedes. You'll see guys where if we watch it over from here, we'll be like, "Who's that guy?" Right? Yes. <laughs> but they're big in you know in their country, in their country yeah. or Russia. Because before I'd I'd say like, "You guys do these breaks all the time," and then when the NHL ends, they're taking yeah. all those guys anyway. So like, why even have still these? playing? But now you're seeing them. They're going more and more with with some. Younger guys and yeah. local, you know, local guys as well. Playing, what do you call it, domestically or whatever. But. I wanted to talk about uh, the World Juniors, 2005 if it was, with yeah. the, the All-Star. Do you want to list off the names? Do you remember them or should I bring it I up? I don't, but I can I can pick, I can think of a bunch of them already. Like we were going through you, your, obviously. Yeah, we a, yeah. Bergeron, Getzlaff, Carter, Shea Weber. 
Nigel Dawes. From yeah. oddly enough, I remember that one. Sidney Crosby, Andrew Ladd, Sid- I like Jeff Sidney Crosby, Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Richards. Sorry, Sid. <laughs> Sorry, Sid. Yeah. yeah, Dixon went first. Seabrook. <laughs> but uh, I guess, but yeah, if I, Weber I'll, was on that. Team? I'll interrupt you because I mean, obviously, I just asked you, and you said you never really like pictured anything. It just everything just kind of happened in your career, and obviously, at the time, you knew that these players were good, but you didn't. I'm pretty sure every single guy went on to play pro on that team. Yeah. If I'm not oh, mistaken. I think they all, yeah, I think. But at yeah, the time, the only guy that didn't play in the NHL, to be honest. You I were? Th- I didn't want to say. I it. think so. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a sniff anyway. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. But uh, at the time, that squad. You, you, there's no way you could have known that this that this group of players was going to be the best team ever. There was a. Uh, I remember it was a lockout year, right? So. Yeah, and everything oh, was on junior. Everyone's shit. Was, oh, that's yeah. Through. I mean, if there wasn't a lockout that year, I'd say at least half that team probably isn't there. In the NHL. But what does that say about you, though? You know, yeah, like- no, it was – we had a good um, – you know, it was kind of you go through the program and stuff, and then we had uh, – I made the under-18. Uh, we went to the Halinka tournament. Mm-hmm. And then we won gold there, and then we went to Sick. the uh, under-18 in Yaroslav in Russia. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went over. It was the World Championships, and, you know, a lot of guys were still in playoffs. So it was kind of a, a you know, kind of a made-up. Whoever was kind of out of playoffs yeah. gets picked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then so we went over, and, I mean, that was a really fun tournament, like great. You know, there's a lot of those guys were there, but we, it was just a great, uh, you know, we had a great group of guys. It was uh, I forget how long the tournament was. You're over there for quite a, quite a long time, though. So we end up winning gold there, and then uh, Jesus. And we're kind of thinking like, you know, it's pretty because all the other teams had their top guys there, their top guys, and you guys won other countries. So <clears throat> yeah, to win, to be able to win that, that was that was pretty cool. And then yeah, it just kind of went in. I, I went into uh, I got an invite to summer camp that year, and had a really good camp, and had a good uh, camp at Christmas. Made the team that year, and. Yeah, it just kind of, you know, we lost, we got the silver that year, but, you know, you know, you get pretty, the team gets kind of pretty close when you're at an event like that because you're you're gone for a month. And you're all where together. was it that year? Uh, Finland. Okay, Helsinki. Helsinki, yeah. yeah. Great spot. So yeah, you get to, you know, you get pretty close with the team and stuff, and and then, same thing, you just go into the next year. You know, had a, had a pretty good summer camp and Christmas camp, and and uh, yeah, I was was sure. lucky enough to to make that team and. But I think I knew, you know, there was a lot of guys there. There was a lot of high draft picks too, right? I mean, oh. You're looking at these these guys, and I kind of went into camp. I was a seventh-round pick, so going into that first World Junior camp, I mean, everyone there is basically the rounds. whole first round mm. is probably there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So, and it was kind of, uh, you know, there was basically no pressure on me at all. It was True. It was just... Oh, I'm a seventh rounder. Yeah, just gonna have Let's some just fun. Just go yeah. enjoy Good this and do what, uh, you know, just do the best best I can. But you know, things worked out, and you know, it's a good uh, good memories. And and you know, but saying that, there was a lot of those guys where you know you knew that they were gonna be uh, <laughs> all stars. Yeah, the, you know, most of those guys. Especially. Do you remember who you played on a line with? Uh, I was with uh, Frazier, Colin Frazier. Yeah. And uh, Clark MacArthur. Oh, you guys were the energy line. I yeah. remember it now. Yeah. That was almost like one of the last years of that muck and grind style. Yeah. So we had... Uh, Double D on. Yeah. We had the, the three of us, and we all got along good, so... Is there any other Maritimers on that team? We well, Sid. Sid, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sid, sorry. I keep forgetting Sid. Well, because that was such a big deal, man. Like, obviously, everyone knew Sid was going to be on the World Junior Team, whether he was 12 or whether he was 18, right? Yeah. But for another guy to make it from the Maritimes, man, was a huge deal. And I remember being a kid going, what? Like, yeah. Halifax? Like, uh, you know. Yeah, no, it was, it was crazy uh, shit. Did you know Sid growing up playing, like, minor hockey oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah. So I, oh, Sid, that helps. Sid would come up. Uh, I played on a – actually played in a selects team with him when I was – Raiders? I think it was the Raiders, yeah. We were real young. Never made it. Yeah, because you suck. <laughs> yeah. Hurricane he was really young. I was young. He was really young. <laughs> so he used to, but he'd come up and play double underage. Holy fuck. I'm pretty sure he was double underage because, yeah, he's uh, 
He's an 87. I'm an 85. So wouldn't it, like, for double underage, that means he would be... Two years younger. First year Pee-wee playing, second year Bantam. Like, if that, like, not obviously... I know, not we, didn't have, yeah. we didn't have, we didn't have, it was kind of... I think the ages are different now. Okay. True. I have no idea they did, they how the ages, ages were. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, I just, but he'd come up, and, and I did some, uh, some summer camps with him as a kid, you know, when we were younger, so... Yeah, I always knew Sid growing up, and you know we play against each other, things like that. So, no, it was cool knowing a guy going in for sure. It was, uh, you know, because there's not not too many guys uh, get that opportunity, right? And you know, it was kind of kind of cool to go through that process with with him for sure. It's always nice going into a camp or just anything in life, just knowing someone. You know, yeah, it's just always nice to go into a room and be like, I fucking know that guy. Thank God. Yeah. What's going on? I'm sitting next to you. How are you doing? It's just automatic. There's one, you lock the eyes at that person. You're like, oh, okay. You know, I'm not a complete outcast here yeah. because you got someone. But I think, what was I going to say? The Was there any other Maritimers even at the camps? Or was it just you two fellas? We if had, you can remember. Uh, in the summer camp, we had uh, Nathan Saunders was there from PEI. He was a PEI guy. Okay. Defenseman. He was playing in Moncton at the time. Just trying to think. That's pretty good memory on you, though. Because we had, uh, but we had a we had a good group of eighty fives even around here. But uh, it was just kind of different then. It was, you know, obviously Sid coming through really helped uh, yeah. hockey in Nova Scotia. Yeah. And, and I'd say probably Atlanta, Canada, but Nova Scotia for sure. Having him him come through, and then you know you had that that really good age group there with uh, Shepard, Marshawn, Hillier. Hillier, Bondarchuk. Yeah. So you're not. So they age? were all buddies coming through. Yeah. I think they're. What would they be? Eighty. Oh man. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Because Sid's eighty seven, obviously. Yeah, eighty nine so sounds right. It's hard to keep up, eh? Like. Yeah, but that that age group, I think, I think they went on to. They did really well, and I don't know if it was the Canada Games or one of those tournaments. They they had it like a. I mean, that's a good group of guys, right? Yeah. Coming up yeah. at the same age. They did really good. I think it was the under-17s. I think they won a medal, I, I think. so. But, yeah, like having Crosby and then those guys come through, it's, uh, you know, you're seeing more and more more and more guys from around here yeah. doing their thing, which is which is awesome. It's the model of our business, <laughs> more and more guys coming through. Yeah. <laughs> and, they sit, and then they sit right there and they tell, talk about it. <laughs> drink the free water. Yeah, yeah they drink no. our free water. Um, you said you went to a couple camps when you were younger. I'm curious to know which camps those were. If you remember, did you do like the Andrews Hockey School? Did you do the Dow? The yeah, the Chris Donnelly's. Them all, yeah, Donnelly's. I did the Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Kroll had camps we'd go to. No shit. Um, I'm just trying to think. We Trevor Steinberg had uh, he had a really good camp. Futures up at the Forum. His name always comes up. Yeah, Steiny and and Nogler and those guys. <laughs> and. Uh, just trying to think. Yeah, there were so many camps. I, I always liked uh, liked going to the camps mm. too. So I was, I hated them. Really? You never I didn't got mind it. You yeah. liked them? Dow, like Dow, those Dow camps were really fun too. Yeah, you're, you're doing like tag and out in the turf and shit. Yeah, and you go swimming and all that stuff. And and then I think we had games at the end. Same with the Andrews camps. They mm. were a lot of fun. They're still going. Yeah, they're. They've been banging for yeah, years, nonstop. I walked yeah. by a table last winter. The guy was recruiting me. I'm like, I'm not a player, buddy. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, there's tons of. They get kids from everywhere going to the Andrews one. Well, it's because it's been around for so long. Yeah. Now that you said you went, people are going to go, right? I'm just trying <laughs> to think who. who <laughs> You're the poster boy. No, I'm just trying to think who. I mean, there were so many camps back, like throughout the years. Yeah, I remember. I remember Kroll had the had them over in Dartmouth and. You ever see yeah. any of the videos of the camps these days? Were they any? Were they the same? The skills and jumping well, over sticks. Well, seems to be a lot of yeah. There's a lot more, uh, a lot more of that stuff. <laughs> it's pretty much all right it is. Now. Yeah, it's all. It's no dump and change, regroup, three on two, go. Yeah, two on one with a back checker. There's none of that shit. No, no. It's. Uh, <laughs> I, I watch it. Like I've never, to be honest, most of the, most of the skating I've been doing. When I get back, I like I used to go with a lot of those guys around here, but. Uh, I haven't been around the last few years, and our training camps over there have been so long that really? I haven't really been doing, uh, you know, much of the, the skill stuff here. But to be honest, our, our my coach the last couple of years, uh, Andrew Lord, he was, uh, you know, he's a younger coach. He's actually my age, 
he was a he's a good coach. He was uh, he's going to the East Coast League this year actually. Oh, we got it's Greenville. But he got he's into he used to go to all the coaching camps. He's into the development side and the skill development and and uh, so we did a lot of skill development the last couple of years and you know sometimes I used to think like oh this is this stuff's it's kind of weird right yeah at different the be- at the beginning it's like what are we doing like but <laughs> I noticed the difference actually was you know even as an older guy it was you know you work on those little things it's you know it's definitely definitely helps for sure. What's yep. the one thing that you think has uh, helped you in your game in the past maybe five years? You know, you start to get to that age where you start to feel it a bit more, but you still have to stay consistent. Like, what's that one thing? You're like, eh, I'm keeping up in this aspect of it. I think you just yeah. – I don't know. I think you just got to kind of change your game a bit too. I mean, it's it's – uh, you know, I don't think I'm as fast as I was when I was like 26, 27. I've never been a super, super fast guy anyways, but <laughs> – but you notice, like the you know the younger kids are coming up are pretty, uh, pretty fast, pretty light. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're less physical. I think they trained a bit. Uh, I don't want to say different, but a lot of the, the younger, you know, it's, it's all speed now, right? Yeah. So yeah, speed and skill. You know, where we were, we were kind of lifting a lot of weights too. Where where now I think it's more, more skill. But you know, one thing is you get older. I think you you get stronger a bit too. Where you're. Man strength. Maybe a little yeah, stronger yeah. on your stick around the net and stuff. So yeah, nothing worse than when you were a young kid and you were playing that twenty year old in front of the net and you just could not out battle him for yeah, some reason, you know. It's funny. It's funny how it works, but he's just some <laughs> blob, but you can't out strengthen him. <laughs> yeah, so no, just around the net, I think you're you're maybe a little stronger and stuff. And yeah. So but yeah, just try to Try to do stuff. Evolve with the game. Keep yourself around. <laughs> You've played through a couple different generations of the game now. Not to make it, not to be a dick, but it's just like, like you said, when you first started, you liked that aspect of the game of the mucking and the, mm-hmm. you know, dumping it in the corners and being the first guy in or whatever the case may be. But it's just now not really like that. You know, yeah, like now no, when you dump it in, it's to get it to somebody. And yeah, I think I I got to actually improve quite a bit when you know when I did go to Europe at a younger age where. You know that that game was totally different than uh, North America, especially Sweden at the time. It was, uh, you know, we had uh, we had an older team, and and a lot of these guys have been there for yeah. Sweden for years, and there was no really. It's changed now. The game in Sweden's totally different mm-hmm. now. It's just it's up and down. It's speed. It's they oh, just relentless. check and like yeah, they're going crazy. But the the first year I was over, it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of you don't have the a play at the blue line or something it's drop pass and then you swing back and oh so the nhl power plays a lot of yeah a lot of that (laughs) stuff a lot of playing with the puck and it was all puck control and yeah kind of changed uh even the way they practice was different so it kind of changed your your thought process and even the guys you know i was was playing with a couple good older guys would be you know hey we don't have to you know, hold it, hold it, bring it back. You know, <laughs> just you, what you're not used to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got, uh, you know, you get to work on different things and yeah. get to play a bit more power play and stuff. So you get your, get your reps in a bit more, which was, which I, you know, I thought I did improve quite a bit going over there. Well, you would have to to stay over there, you know. Yeah, cause like I said, then it was just a, it was more of a skilled game for sure. How does a pro training camp work? Like when guys are already signed in, locked in, and maybe the coach is like, all right, boys, we got to work harder, maybe a little more off-ice workout. Is there ever times where it's like, you know, maybe the leader of the team would be like, all right, coach, let's relax here a little bit. Because, like, you know, you guys are pro guys. You know how to play the game. You know you have to be in shape. And apparently I've heard just that at different levels of the game, the the coach and player relationship is just a lot more loose than in the minor system and junior system where it's more, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that, or you're not playing. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, you know when you go to those teams in Europe, it's like okay, here's your roster, right? It's exactly. Like, this is the team, so you're building. You know, they're good at building the team. You know, a lot of the <clears throat> so no a lot of the teams want good guys and stuff. So it's not no, you're not trying out. You're on, okay, so you're so just it's there. Like you want to, you're doing a lot of team activities and stuff too, and yeah. trying to build that uh, you know that team atmosphere. But no, they can be pretty hard. Like I think there's a, a you know, I did one camp in Russia. <laughs> I was lucky I signed late the first time on. <laughs> you got to miss some of it. Yeah, I missed the whole training camp. So that Sick. was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I went back halfway through the season. Then I went back 
the next year and then it so i did a full training camp yeah and like it was just it was just overload right i, I you know there's certain things like you see you know you see how the guys train here like the you know hill sprints the, the nhl guys mm-hmm. and, stuff. and then you're you know they're you're doing your hill sprints you're doing your you're on the ice an hour but you're going hard the whole time mm-hmm. we're over there it was you know i got over and it was you know we do long runs and then we'd be on the ice like we'd have like two long runs we'd be on the ice like two hours and then we'd be on the ice for like another two hours at night you, there's no way you can go full speed the whole time it's just like monotonous i yeah. just didn't see the point and i'm like i'm kind Killing of thinking me. you know because I, I was you know you're skating with a good group here it's like i personally i'd be in better i'd feel better if i was at home doing this and i have to come over and do this i i just couldn't yeah <clears throat> the thought process was, you know but i think that's changed like that that was older that's kind of like that was like the old school mentality yeah like a rocky movie yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and then uh but i i didn't mind like finland sweden you know they did it uh the weeks were really hard yeah. you know it was some days would be two days on the ice and you know we'd be lifting in the gym we'd be running but they did, i liked the, like they had good stuff it was good training it was good good running more the, the way you were used to yeah the practices were good but then they'd give you the weekends off so you'd come in and you'd do five days but you get that time away from the rink right where where some places you'd be i mean you could go for a month without a day off you're like you need a little if you're gonna go that hard you need a little you know you need a couple days where you know just that mental break where i didn't mind doing two days all week if you know if you got the weekend off. off yeah yeah so I think that, you know, that helps. But but our coach uh, the last couple of years was, uh, yeah, he was a Canadian guy. So he's he played and he was through it. So he was he was pretty good about things. Yeah, and, yeah. I think you're, you know, that's the one good thing too when you have a, a player, an old player as a coach. They kind of, yeah, when they've been through it, they kind of know what what they liked or what they what they didn't like. Fuck yeah. Still hard, still hard stuff. But you know, you're getting that break and you're getting the the time to rest too yeah which is a big part of it you're a big weekend guy it's good that's a good couple days to have off if you're if you're gonna ask me it's it's like it's better than a monday tuesday right that's right (laughs) well didn't you say you play saturday sundays now this yeah during the season during not not the training camp yeah yeah okay yeah but during the season now yeah it's every uh yeah that's that's how the league we're every saturday sunday yeah so when i first got there it was pretty tough because most of the other leagues you're never playing a back-to-back oh yeah and, really know, no it was usually spread out spread out it was uh i think germany was uh was it friday sunday mostly friday sunday and finland sweden was always had at least a day off in between oh yeah even russia he, so yeah that was the hardest part was the, the back-to-back but mm. You get used to them, right? It's just just the way it is. But I think as a player, you'd rather have it like, you know, a Tuesday, a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday would be great. Tuesday, you know, you get, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah, you yeah. get your day in between, and and you bang all those way. games out that week too. But it's not like, yeah, and you don't. Uh, you can go you know, Saturday. A full week of practice, like a full five days of practice, it can get pretty long too. Maybe coaches listening, going, yeah, okay, uh, we can, maybe we can try that. Yeah, no, it's Saturday game. That means you got Sunday off and Monday, and you don't play till Tuesday. So Saturday night after the game, you can go out. Yeah, because that was that's a perfect segue to my next question. Because I want to know what the nightlife is like in in Cardiff. Since we're is it Cardiff? Is that how you say it? Or I guess you Cardiff, I say Cardiff. Yeah, okay. Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I say it right either. <laughs> <laughs> because we're all adults here. Yeah. We can agree on that. And uh, I mean, I've seen obviously a few pictures online, which is the beauty of that shit. But I mean, is it is it similar to here? Is it crazier? Is it nicer? Is it well? Don't say nicer because we don't want to uh, offend anybody. You know what? It remind even like my buddies who came over. It uh, the city reminds me a lot of Halifax. It's no way. Right on the water. Sweet. There's. Uh, you know the the place I lived. Uh, I was down in Cardiff Bay, so it was by Mermaid Key. Not that you guys you know, know where that is. Oh yeah, Mermaid <laughs> Key. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right on, yeah. Sounds good. But they had uh, so that was a big boardwalk there, and so it was all restaurants on the water. And then you go downtown to the the old part of the city. So they had a big castle in the in the middle of the city. It was pretty cool. 
and it's like that old, uh, yeah. you know, old roads. It's that old pubs and stuff like that. Oh, sick. So there's a pretty good mix of, uh, yeah, they like you know, nice restaurant, the old pubs, which you know, like they, cobblestone and shit. Yeah, they yeah. love that over there. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the nightlife was great too. They had some, uh, some really good nightclubs. You know, there's some of them. That's the one thing over there. It's it's, uh, you know, some of them are open pretty late too. Right? They could be open <laughs> Old after six hours. or something, right? So what? But the the sporting events are. I mean, the rugby they'll get, I think seventy five thousand in the stadium for the rugby. Is that the biggest sport over there? Rugby, or is soccer? Uh, I'd say in Wales, rugby. Yeah. In the UK, in general, probably soccer, yeah. right? But but uh, they love the rugby in Wales. Pretty, uh, you ever go to any matches? I've been to, yeah, yeah. I got down to a few. That's your style, eh? I, I really like the rugby. It was, it's different. It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but it just <laughs> keeps flowing. It's, yeah, no whistles. Yeah, yeah. Like the the play just keeps moving at all times. Really? Yeah. And then uh, you know when that when that stuff's going on, all the bars and restaurants they'll serve uh, beers or whatever you want to drink in a plastic cups, so everyone's you can just walk on the streets and drink, right? Like Newfoundland. Yeah, so we it's just uh, St. John's, yeah. And then you know, if everyone goes to the rugby game and there's cups everywhere, and they got these machines, they just come by, pick them up, almost like Zambonis. <laughs> so there'll be like millions of cups on the ground, and then they just come by. That's pick where them they tell up. you to throw them because of the machines. I don't know. It's so you could take your beer from the bar and go right to the field, or like yeah, the yeah. stadium. You can well, like walk on the street with it. Oh man, you know how people, tons of people are going to go over there now just because you said that, and you know it. <laughs> Seriously, the funny with the rugby is you can, because the the premier games over there you can't drink in the stands, just because it gets too crazy. Oh yeah, but the rugby you can. So like people like going to the rugby. Just gets a little less crazy. I'm not going to soccer if I can't drink. (laughs) Like, but it's a different atmosphere I find with the rugby. It's not as, uh, you know, you don't have really have the hooligans. I don't think like they do in soccer. So for the more, the more physical game has the less rowdy fans. Yeah, it's weird, eh? Just, yeah, that is weird. It's because the fans don't get their energy out in soccer anymore. You're not allowed to drink. You can't hit or fight in soccer. Yeah, it's so just kind of sitting there like, I hope something somebody somebody gets a red card. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go yeah, to any I, soccer though? Yeah, the I soccer got games to, are uh, sick. When Cardiff City was up, in the, I went last year too, and they're in the second league. It's still good. Like their mm. second leagues, I mean, it's still awesome stuff. Yeah. Right? But I got to some Cardiff City games when they're in the first league, and then I got to uh, I went to a Chelsea game about. Sick. Five years ago? Sick. Oh, geez, more than that. Many years ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've never been to one before, and I was – the game started at noon. It was an FA Cup game, so I I was with uh, a girl I was with at the time, and so we get in our, the taxi. We say, okay, take us around the stadiums. You know, we want to go have a beer before yeah. we watch the game. And uh, the guy's like, you guys aren't from here. And we're like, no. And he's like, yeah, you – like I don't know who you're cheering for, but like they're not gonna let you in the pubs and restaurants like in those colors. What were you wearing? I can't remember, but it was obviously not the color of that the home I, team. I should have yeah. had on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have said shit. Yeah, but I've never seen it. Like I never followed soccer. Yeah. So he's like, okay, like here, I gotta take you to a store. Just get a neutral color, because we didn't know who we were cheering for anyway. <laughs> so we put on neutral colors. We went down, and then that's when I realized how crazy it was. Like with the there's like gangs and stuff. Yeah, they had like police were on horses and it was lined <laughs> lined up from the train station into like the, they have their own separate entrance, the away fans. Wow. And the trains opened up and there's just thousands of them. And then all the car uh ch- sorry, Chelsea fans were waiting like on the other they're just like screaming, chanting and like it was pretty getting awesome for to war. see. And Nothing then, like crazy, just like chanting back and forth. Getting yeah, ready the, for war. The game was just complete May. Like, it was awesome. I was like, man, this is pretty cool to see. I feel like everyone says there. that. So we got to see darts, soccer, rugby. Yeah. we got to go see those three things. You got <laughs> a coach over there in Cardiff? You got, yeah, a, yeah. You got a coach? You got another room, too. Dude's yeah. sleep on the floor. I'll He's let, good there. And then the yeah. next time, yeah. I'll know what the nightlife is like. <laughs> I'll give you some good answers. <laughs> I yeah, was gonna say, what's the, the one thing? One can have the we got a spare room and a couch for you. Unreal! Oh my god! We'll bring the mics too. We'll get another podcast. Then. <laughs> All right, we're coming up over an hour here. Who Ooh, do you want to thank? Who do you want to say hi to? If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. But if there's anyone out there that you want to say hi to, you give her. Well, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. I think my parents are probably listening. <laughs> nice. Say hi to them. Yeah, but 
No, thanks for having me. You guys have been doing uh, doing a great job. Yeah, love the new place too. Thanks, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. Good, yeah. Some kind Keep words. We're going, yeah. All right, you too. Yeah. All right, everyone listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. Enjoy your summer. Or no, summer's over. See you later. Summer. Enjoy. Uh, Feels like summer today. Yeah, it does. Positive thinking. Love yeah. that. Enjoy fall. Enjoy back to school. Whatever you do, have fun. We're out. See you. Fuck that you leveling up. Minusing you was a plus. Leave that nigga in the dust. Take him back here for what? Lamborghini from a bus. All that we needed was trust. I said enough is enough. Don't got no business with you. Champagne for the exes. We'll grind for the Lexus. That's fine by the Texas. You star, I directed. My heart, I protected. Cobain, when I reckless. They say it switched up. Switched up the perspective. Deserves a good nigga here beside you. Oh, I-